Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. <laughs> Recorded live. Greetings. Shalom. <clears throat> um, how are you, Ema? I'm I'm doing well. Just a little tired, brother priest. I you know, it's it's a job moving. You know, you get moved and then you gotta start all over, get the place together where you're at. So it's kicked my behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how you how are you? I'm okay. Uh I I feel a lot better. I mean I I haven't had a break, but um, you know that's that's how it is. And I am tired. Believe me, I'm tired. You sound good, though. You sound good. You sound good. I wanted to say that, um, brother. I don't know if you had known, brother uh, Lynn, before the break had sent a um, through the Thunderbirds to missions that he would be off till January. I don't know if he was aware of that or not. No, I wasn't. Yeah, he'll be off till January. I think he said the third or the eighth. I have to look at my records, but you know, I wanted to let you know. Okay. Um, Ek, how are you, sir? Shalom, brother. I'm doing well, brother. How about yourself? I am decent, brother. I'm hanging in there, so you know, you know how my life is, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my stepdaughter is, uh, pregnant and engaged. Oh, right. She, um, she's like seven months and they had a baby shower yesterday. And, um, I was telling her like, you know, don't expect me to be well they had it at the house so i'm like don't expect me to be there i'm gonna be you know chilling watching movies or something but don't expect me to be there she's like well why not and i'm like well to be quite frank with you i'm from a different generation and men don't go to baby showers <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know um and i couldn't tell any of my friends hey i'm going to such and such a baby shower <laughs> so because coming up for me like if you did that they would they would think that you were homosexual or something going to a baby shower and and she really did not understand it she's like well that it's different now you know men come you know what I'm like, what men come to baby showers? Homosexuals? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I couldn't do it. I'm I'm sorry, like couldn't do it. Mm-mm. That's a lesson for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean I'm hell bent on this. Like, um I just I grew up let me see who's on the line. Hold on one second. 
Oh, okay, I see Brother Kedrick. I see Guest 3 and Guest 4. I don't know who that is. I see I'm email. Okay. Say that again? I'm Guest 3, brother. Okay. <clears throat> brother Kedrick, how are you? Shalom, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, a good sir. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a rough period, like a a rough time of the the year. You know, it's a lot of work on this whole holiday thing. But believe me, I understand. Um, <clears throat> I. Just, well, Brother Kendrick, what are your thoughts on on baby showers and men attending? I'm I'm with you. I was with you from the old school part of mine um, until um, my granddaughter <laughs> decided hmm. that she was engaged to her young man, and they um just recently had another great grand. And me being grandpa, it was demanded mm. that mm. I be there. It was it, 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 it turned out to be a family event. Friends, family and everybody there. I mean there must have been at least fifty people. Mm. And they they were very insistent. Because my my oldest daughter and my granddaughter both sent separate messages asking, requesting, demanding that I be there. So I had to set aside a moment on my calendar to accommodate them. <laughs> but but I, I I understand your position from the old school because baby showers or any kind of shower was always a a, a girl thing. And that was the only people there. No guys ever showed up to a baby shower. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. But these days, these days and times have brought in a new standard, so I had no choice. Well, I did, but I I like my estranged son. He's his birthday was a few days ago, and every year. I don't celebrate birthdays, but I always do something in remembrance of him because um, it's, like, really heavy on my heart um, to take care of him. But, you know, his his grandfather on his mother's side, well, he worked. He works in the legal field for the United States government, so he's Sicilian, and he did not want me anywhere around. But anyway, um, at his at my when well, my son's mother was going to give birth, and they had a baby shower. I came to the, it was at our, our apartment, and I came to the apartment, I opened the door, and they threw me out. 
And it's like, so what in this little amount of time has happened? I mean, Ema, what's your experience been with baby showers? You really want to know the truth? I mean, you know, mine was popping them here and there and everywhere, and 12 grandbabies and five, six great-grandchildren. I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Easter. I don't celebrate uh, baby showers. I don't do none of that. I don't do none of that. It's enough helping them all the rest of the year, so they know better to ask me to come to anything. I just don't do it. I don't do it. And I've been like that for at least 25, 30 years. You know, wow. yeah, I've been like it. I stopped Christmas, everything about thirty years ago. I don't, mm. do I don't do none of that. Maybe that's why they, maybe that's why it's so hard for them to do for me. <laughs> wow. I just don't, I just don't do it. You know, I, I don't do it. You mm. know, and, and and when Christmas, uh, thirty years ago when Christmas came, I used to put up the tree, do all the traditional stuff, and I put up a tree that that Christmas, and then, you know, something hit me. I don't know if it was Yah or whatever, and I took the tree and threw it out the window, and I haven't done anything like it since. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, so I don't do none of that. Hmm. E.K., what are your thoughts on that for your generation? Yeah, but it's, it's... – when you when you were just describing, I was like, damn, because <laughs> I was guilty of going a couple. Because it's just like I wasn't even, I didn't know like that, you know. Particularly as like I always knew like because I've been to three, right, and then two of which was like close friends of mine. They were brothers that was having children, whatever. One is in the nation, whatever. But one was out of the nation that I grew up with from my childhood, and it was like, okay, you know. What am I supposed to do? Okay, he's inviting me, and this is like, okay, it's my childhood friends. I'll go, but it's like, you know, just like that. And then when I before I uh, moved out of my parents' house, um, my neighbor across the street, she was having a shower, whatever. And it's like I knew her family and everything. I'm just like, okay, I'm her next door neighbor, so it's just like that. Okay, you're not gonna come, even though you live across the street. So it's just like it's a weird position. So I was never, I was never like, you know, taught like. You know, particularly from that vantage point, like, as men like to not go to those type of things right. because it's like, you know, it's like our generation is like for some reason we just <laughs> we just don't we just don't follow the right protocols anymore. We're like we're making up our own as we go, and it's like, wait, what's going on out here? Like, so that's why for me it's like I'm walking on eggshells around. Like, okay, what am I supposed to? You know, so it's like it's weird, but you know, I definitely get it because you know when you go there, first of all, it's like more females show up. So automatically, that's a red flag. It's like, you ain't supposed to be there. And it was just like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, so it was like one of those things. So I ain't going for, from now on, at least I ain't going <laughs> to show up anymore. <laughs> Believe me, I'm like, you know, thanks in advance. I'll send you a gift in the mail, but like, I ain't going to see me there. Nah, I can't do that. My man can't be compromised no more. <laughs> I mean, I I really didn't know that this had happened, that there was a change, but like, I I guess I'm behind the time because (laughs) because I'm not going to no baby (laughs) showers. 
kumbaya, in the kumbaya time in, in in society, you know, it was so, this society is so like, you know, you got to be politically correct and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. You got to be nice. You got to be this. You got to be that. It's like, come on. Like, it just got too soft out here. That's why. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Too soft. It's just like, ah. Uh. But I can see, like, with Brother Kendrick, because, I mean, it's like you're a grandfather and, you know, they're, they're going to push you into a place. But, you know, like, it's crazy because, like, my stepdaughter really doesn't consider me like a stepfather. So it's like it's different because it, I got three stepchildren, and all of them in their 20s, two boys, one girl. And the girl is the youngest. But... It's like she, it's not like she disrespects me or anything like that, but it's like she doesn't really view me like that. And, you know, it's it's difficult with stepchildren sometimes, but I don't know. I just know this. Um, I I, I wasn't going to be there at that, that shower yesterday for no reason. And, um... They did have some good food, though, man. <laughs> they did, but um, anyway, so let me see who's on the line. Okay. I think I might be guest five. I, uh, I don't know why my computer's not showing, my, but I, I might be guest five. Okay, guest three, guest four, guest five. Well, um... <clears throat> Let me see, say this. Um, this has been one of the uh, most hectic breaks for me because um, this is another uh, cyber attack on the account, but I think that it was an inside job. And um, what I mean is I had somebody helping me to um, work on the stuff and then work on the site. And then after that, that's when stuff went wrong. So I spent the whole time, even up to present time, I'm still working on getting the last couple of things rebuilt. But that's part of my job. Um, I want to say this. I want to encourage us to, if you see any, when you're online and you have a dummy email account, I want to encourage us to, you see any of these, learn something, put your email in and we'll give you access type of things. I want to encourage us to look at those things and try them out. And here's why, because we need to create about three to five emails 
that we can send out for those people that when they don't uh, purchase something, we still have their email account. We need to send them some stuff that will encourage them to come back and opt in and purchase something from us. And I've been doing that. I've I've done that for uh, a couple of years. And one of them is in real estate. No, two of them are in real estate, I think. Maybe more. But the ones that I'm thinking of right now, two of them are in real estate. And this one girl who I can't remember her name, but I never purchased anything, never interacted with her, and she sent me emails for about a year straight and because I stopped taking emails and responding to emails and you know because it just for me it takes up too much time I got too many people trying to email me I I just sat back and just was receiving emails so it dawned on me that during the break these because she stopped after about a year. I hadn't seen, she was emailing me for a year, then I hadn't seen anything for a couple of months, about six months. And I was like, oh, she must have took me off her list. So as I'm thinking that, boom, here comes another email from her. So they never take you off their list. So we should never take people off of our list. We don't want to consistently email them um every day or every week for years but we don't want to ever take them off our list and um the other thing is i also realized here's a model of some emails we can be making for ourselves so we can take some of these emails rewrite them and use them for our own email series um, I did learn some very valuable tools um, with Facebook um, ads and I see that it's pretty easy to do it. Um, okay, let me jump to Craigslist. This is more important. Whatever you're doing, you don't want to take Craigslist for granted, particularly if we're talking about MCA. You don't want to go on Craigslist and make an ad and put MCA in it. Don't put the name in it or anything like that. But you want to make ads that are consistently um, pointing out different things like that, and you want to do it every couple of days. Now, what I did, I started, I guess I want to say last week. So it'll be about a week. Yeah, about a week. Maybe it was last Monday. 
I did the ads. I've been doing the ads since the break, but um, I did the ads, but this time I didn't delete them. I left them up. So now what has happened is I have multiple ads up, and I'm getting multi- I'm getting leads like every day now. So what I mean, like I did ads on <clears throat> Monday. I did ads on Thursday. But, no, how did I do this? No, I think I did Monday. Yeah, this is what I did. I did Monday and Thursday for one particular type of ad. I did Wednesday and Friday for a different type of ad. That makes sense. So now... I have four ads running. And because I got four ads running, it's picking up the traffic. And because they're different, like, actually, I have to look at it to tell you exactly what it is. Uh, I'll come back to that later. I don't. I want to take up too much of our time, but my point is um, don't take Craigslist for granted. Uh, anything anybody want to talk about today? Yes, Shalom. Um, you know, um, this is email. I, You know, I did the uh, dummy account on Facebook, right, uh, with a little help from someone, and you know, I didn't realize, okay, I, I did, you know, for jury, uh, jury by email. And I had uh, my pictures, and, you know, I didn't have no prices or anything, just the pictures and everything. And so I, I, get, I didn't realize it was published. And so I've been getting all kind of hits from here and overseas and everything. You know, people like my jewelry and wanted to uh, buy it. So I unpublished it because I didn't want it. You know, I have PayPal set up and Google and all that, Twitter and everything. I've got all that set up. But I didn't want to get into a issue with selling, you know, because I, I know it was a dummy account, and I didn't realize it was going to hit, you know, take off like that because I have some pretty decent jewelry. So I didn't want to get into a tax tax issue and everything. So um, what I'm, I want to ask you, it, it would, do you suggest that I just leave it as a dummy account and, and uh, not touch it, or should I just go on with the process of, um, you know, because I – if if I do it, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to get into tax issue. I want to make sure all that's straight. So what is your suggestion on that? Well, Facebook, um, I haven't sold anything directly through Facebook, so let me make that clear first. Mm-hmm. But I think that I understand it. Um, Facebook is going to eventually... If it's if the account is in a different name, uh, Facebook is going to want to verify who this individual is behind this this page. So they're going to want to verify a, uh, a photo because they don't want to want some scam artist 
under a false name to be generating a bunch of money through Facebook. Obviously, you would understand. So what what I've done is I used my Hebrew name or a derivative of my Hebrew name just to drive traffic to my my site and then I just let my site um, make the conversion. So you see what I'm saying? So I don't actually um, sell things directly through Facebook, but I'm going to. I'm okay. going to. So um, my suggestion would be um, you want to you definitely gonna have to deal with the tax issue. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you're prepared before you even do this, before you even um receive a single dollar through Facebook. Right. You wanna be prepared for them to show you a photo and to be able to explain um why you're using a different name or whatever. Um and if you have to, you might have to change it. Okay, the page, you might have to change the profile. The profile is different from the page. Right. The profile, you might have to, if you're going to just start making money through Facebook, you're going to have to use your legal name okay. for, for your profile. Right. Okay. But that's strictly for your profile. For your page, it can stay like it is. And um, that way you're going to avoid um, any hassles. The tax issue is going to be, is all based on one thing. Um, If you, because you are actually a legal clergy, if you're doing anything as a nonprofit, well, let me say this. Let me just so everybody understand. If you are a, a minister, a preacher, or whatever, for a church, a temple, or whatever is nonprofit, if you do work for the church, that's not taxable. Anything you do outside of that is considered taxable if you don't declare it as part of that organization or for that cause. And that's what you will run into on Facebook. Now I'm saying I've never done this. I just know the law. I just know how it works. So that would be the thing I would tell you to look out for. And in 2018, I'm going to start selling stuff through Facebook for sure. So I'm glad you brought that up because we need to make this clear uh, with everybody. The reason why we wanted to do these dummy accounts is so people can just get the basics down, run traffic to uh, outsource, uh, outside Facebook source, generate some money before you go screw something up on Facebook. And then <laughs> you know how they are. Like, they're really, really uh, touchy, and I don't blame them. So... I hope that helps. So you're saying with the uh, profile, I just need to change that uh, Clark is a rose to my legal name. 
and keep my profile page, you know, keep my, um, you know, uh, dummy page. Yeah, what the, what's, wait a minute, okay, the the business page is, I thought the business, no, okay, your profile is Clark as a road. Yeah. What's, what's the name on the business page? Jury by Ema. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, before you start making money, or start charging, you want to at least, I don't know how this part would go. You would want to at least alert Facebook. But, yeah, I'm saying it would be best to change it to your legal name um, and have a photo or something, right. even if it's a derivative of your legal name. For instance, um, I created Joseph Ryan. Mm-hmm. So... Joseph Ryan is totally uh, a dummy name, all right? But if my legal name was um, Joseph Smith, what I did was with Facebook, I said, I only put Joseph Ryan, and I explained to them is because I'm using Joseph Ryan as the middle name and not the last name because there's too many Joseph Smith. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so I would suggest, like, you could use first name, middle name, or some derivative, but you want to have something that's on your that's related to your legal name and explain it to them. Because um, if not, they will close your account quick. You know, um, luckily I nobody I know that's happened to, but I just know I always look at the laws and the rules of anything before doing it. So I just know from their rules that they will shut it down. So use your legal name before you start actually making money through Facebook. <clears throat> um, I hope that made sense because it sounded kind of quirky. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just thinking that you know, like even if I did all that process, you know, when it other than if I you know choose to use the legal cur- clergy. You know, that's one way. But then, you know, if I don't, you know, as far as taxes, you know, I, I was thinking that I'd have to go on and try to get an EIN number and, and, and that process and so forth and so on, you know, because I don't want to get into no tax issues. Oh, no. Well, what you, you don't have to get an EIN number for that. When, oh. you, start, when you start a business, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you are assumed – excuse me, presumed to be a sole proprietor. Oh, okay. You use a social security number for that. Okay. As a sole proprietor. And you won't have any problems. Um, You do have to do your own taxes, you know, every year. So, you know, which is not difficult. But, um, again, because it's a business, we talked about this before, because it's a, a business, you can write off everything that relates to your business, as long as it's business-oriented. Brother Kendrick, the two things that you told us to avoid, can you share with that us again when we're doing that? Trying to write that, off? Um, that would be travel and entertainment expenses. Um, 
Because if you make claim for travel and entertainment and you use a credit card and they can't find that expense when they because they will look it up. If you use a MasterCard to pay for something, it leaves a record. That record is is is, is um, obtainable. And what IRS does is that they you make the claim on on the, on the Schedule C, they'll go look it up. And if it's not there, that's a red flag. The um, uh, travel and entertainment and meals. Those I, I do believe those are the two things I said to stay away from: travel and entertainment and and, and meals. Um, you have to be able to verify that it was an actual business related and keep the receipt because if you use a credit card to pay for it, that's that's how they look it up to see if it was an actual event that occurred. Um, travel and entertainment and, and meals. I don't I do believe those are the two things I mentioned. I you. Yes, sir. So everything else, um, you can write it off. Remember, when you're starting a business, you are presumed to be a sole proprietor. You can use your Social Security number and start that business. Um, And you won't have any problems at all. If you don't make over... Um, I want to say if you don't make over $60,000 in a year, they're probably not going to say anything to you or bother you at all. If you don't make any, if you make under $10,000, they won't bother you. Um, If you don't make over $5,000, you're not considered um, at risk at all. Any any one complete taxable year, if you don't make over $5,000 and you don't file taxes, they don't even consider that um, a problem. If you don't make over 10000 they don't bother you. If you don't make under, over 60000 they're most likely not to bother you, um, contingent upon what you're doing. So, yes, sir. When you're claiming expenses, um, regardless of how much you've made during the year, don't make the expense, don't exaggerate the expense. If your mileage or advertisement and and legal fees are like, I'll give you an example. I claim $1,000 made my business last year. I have legal fees, and I have advertising fees. All right, if I were to claim $300 for advertising, $600 for legal fees, and mileage was like, let's say $1,000, that's going to ring a bell. That's going to raise a flag. For some reason or other, 
they balance out your expenses against what you've made. And when your expenses uh, pass a certain value in relation to what you've earned, it raises a flag. So in, in essence, don't exaggerate your expenses too much. If, you, if, you're, if your advertising is, is um, if you actually pay $100 for advertising, don't say you paid 600 because it's not in proportion. That, that's the, those things raise flags and raise down a year. But you, you you would surely, if you're doing business and you have those expenses, because I do, I keep all receipts, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I get, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand what Brother Priest was saying about, you know, in, in court there's a truth in life. So, I mean, if you keep it all, because I have all receipts for everything that I do. You know, and um, I, it, yeah, it makes sense to put down exactly what you spend. Why would I know people do, but why would you want to exaggerate, knowing that they could come after your butt? That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always keep your receipts because when they audit uh-huh. you, that's what they're looking for. Because when you throw when you throw the receipts back at them, mm-hmm. they deduct they deduct that from the overall, and then they'll say, okay, you're good to go. Yeah. You know, and I was looking back because I did have a business years ago, and I was looking back how I actually had, I finally got rid of them, but I actually had receipts from back back years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, that, you know, that's really crazy because, I mean, I have bags of them. <laughs> so I finally got rid of all that crap, but, you know, it was just amazing, you know. But. It's, not, it's not beyond the pale because just this year, they they tagged they tagged my wife for something that we paid off nine years ago. Wow! And I said I said to her I said you had your receipts. She said yeah. I said print them out, get on the phone and talk to them mm-hmm. because this is, this is this is is being outrageous and ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. Because those receipts came in handy because I told her never to throw them out, digitize them. I mean scan them, put them on, make them a file, make mm-hmm. a turn. They scan them into a file and put them on a disk and hold them. Mm-hmm. And that that was that was ten years ago. And here we are, ten years later. They're coming back for something nine years ago. And I'm like, see what I said? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, we have a good opportunity here. So this is really pertinent information and. Um, as we're moving out of this year into the next year, the whole thing really will be us really getting everybody's um, business really going. And it's really not that difficult. It's just that we got to get our foundation in order. It's really not that difficult. It just, I know we got a lot of different things on our plate and things we're already doing. So life kind of gets you away from it, but, I'm confident that we'll be able to succeed with this. And um, this semester, um, we're going to get this MCA thing rocking. So anything before we sign off, anything anybody want to speak on today before we sign off? I just wanted to say, Brother, I think uh, uh, Eric and Ati Crystal is on there. They might want to say something. Oh, I didn't even know you already were there. How did you know they they were there, Ema? <laughs> I 
I've seen them pop up on the screen on the, uh, you know, the uh, talk show. Shoot. Oh. How are you, brother? Brother Eric? Shalom, I'm good. Uh, I was just uh, listening. We got in a little late, but uh, well, we heard a little bit. So we we we, do, we doing all right. We uh, like you say, we got our issues of where we was uh, you know, going up. Well, I'm 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 actually traveling uh, on the road, so uh, and. I don't, I don't know what she was doing, but she said, babe, you know, we just forgot to call in. I said, let me, I forgot about it because I was putting oil in my car. So I said, let me go ahead and call in. So I've just been listening. <laughs> Everything all right. That I you. Great, great. Let me say this semester, we're not, we're just going to do Sundays. Last semester, we did Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Well, this I just wanted to do it for that brief time. I don't want to continue to like take away from people's time once you're already doing. But um, I was hoping we could get a kickstart doing that. So we'll just be meeting on Sundays this semester. Ek, can you share your experience with us on using MCA? Shalom, yes, sir. Um, recently, I uh, traveled out of state to uh, Colorado and um, I was able to get some discounts using MCA for one of the uh, hotels that they uh, partner with and also some of the rental cars. I was able to get a significant, a pretty good discount on it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was pretty simple. Um, what, you, what you have to do is that once you finish signing up for MCA, you'll get like a welcome email and then there's like a PDF flyer of a lot of the list of uh, benefits and services that you could take advantage of. And so one of them, one of the flyers was like travel and hotel discounts or something like that. And then it's like a flyer that pops up and then it will show you a list of hotels. So basically they partner with like the choice hotels and there's just different like uh, suites, lodges and inns that participate under the choice hotels. And then you can choose one of those um, hotels, and then there's a phone number, a specific phone number that you call, and then you call them, and then you, you know, put in your reservation that you, you know, the days and time that you're going to be spending at whatever hotel you decide to use, and then um, you just tell them the discount. Um, and then there's a there's a there's a discount code on that flyer as well that you will give to them once you are booking your order, and then once that's completed, you um, you'll get your discount. Uh, rate and I did the same thing for the rental cars. The same thing. There's a list of cars. Rental cars is Hertz, is Avis. I think there's Enterprise, and um, I think that's I think there's one more I'm missing. But you can choose one of those, and there's a number. There's a corresponding number that you call as well, and a corresponding discount code. So once you do that, once you call them, and then um, you give them that uh, code, you can uh, get your discount, and then you can compare that. So Say for example, if you go to the actual Hertz website and then you book in and you and you put in your information for whatever uh car you're choosing to rent choosing to rent or even the same thing with a hotel that you want to choose to rent i mean uh stay at you can compare the prices as far as like what is what what you was able to save so that's what I was able to do and I saved the you know a couple couple of dollars doing that so um yeah, it was pretty helpful 
I got one more thing. I, I did call them that time too, uh, MCA, and uh, for them to get my the, the truck out of the trench. Oh, unfortunately, they don't um, pull you know trucks out of trenches, but they were re- really uh, responsive on you know right then and there and trying to really help. But it, unfortunately, they just don't do that. So um, it, that's a good thing. I like MCA, and um, I plan to keep it. So, but and also one more thing, Brother Priest, I um. Is that correct uh, email for uh, uh, PayPal me uh, to- somewhere like that, you know, that you had sent out? Because I, I put it in like that. I just wanted to make sure that you got, you know, the fee because uh, I, I did it that way instead of the normal way. You know, uh, Trevon posted that for us, how to pay our fee. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't check it um, the last couple of days, so I don't know what might be in there. But I don't know what. Uh, when did you do? Did you do it I, before? I, I did it today, but you know, I I finally got settled, so I decided. You know, I was on hardship, and um, I sent you know seventeen months worth of uh, you know fees. So I wanted to make sure that you got it because I normally did, used to do it the old way through my. Other way, and he had posted that, so I just wanted to make sure that you get it. Um, yes, ma'am. I have to um, check it. Uh, let me see. Hold on a moment. Like it. It went know, through. Okay, so, well, let me just verify. Hold on one second. Yes. And see, I was on hardship for since June of 2016, so I finally got back together, and I finally had the time to really send it all to catch up. So, uh, yes, ma'am, it did go through. I oh, see. good, 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 good. That's that's great. Yes, ma'am. Praise the Lord. So, um, on this Thursday, when we meet on this Thursday for fellowship, um, I'm going to be back in the uh, whole mode of trying to get us prepared. Um, I really had to had to I had to learn better website security and for WordPress, but it was worth it. Although that it was a heartache to get attacked, I was able to learn something that should stop it from now on. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but next week, I'm going to, I want to ask everybody to, that, that is here, um, come up with a name or whatever name you're using. And then I'm going to set up an auto blogger from centralmanifest.com to your Facebook page. Now, what this auto blogger is going to do is you pick out different articles that you want. It's going to be a blog, so we're going to set up a blog for everybody. It's going to all, trust me when I'm telling you this, Brother Kedrick specifically, is going to increase your traffic and increase your sales. 
I'm, I'm telling you, like, um, my own website, I had to take offline because it was hacked for two weeks. So I had zero traffic. As soon as I turned it back on and hit that auto blogger, boom, traffic comes right back. Now, I had a 1,000% increase in traffic. Now, in two weeks, if somebody goes to your website and there's nothing there, what I did was I was I forwarded everything to Facebook. So um, the tribe site, uh, the temple site, I forwarded to Facebook. I took them off once I fixed the problem. But the the Facebook traffic increased just by turning on this autoblogger. So what I'm saying is you turn it on and you don't have to do anything but turn it on. You pick the types of things you want on there. So I pulled from CNN and stuff like that, world news in particular. You send that autoblogger, it's going to post on your Facebook business page however um, um, however amount of times you want. So I do one article every 60 minutes. I'm telling you, the traffic is going to, re- in, in a week's time, in five days, you're going to have instant burst in traffic. So I'm wanting everybody to be ready for that for next week. So whatever your name of your business is, um, I'm going to set you up to auto blog. So, all right, everyone. So thank you all for being here. We'll be back again next week. So now.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.